Quest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com and be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7, 365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. I'm really excited to talk to our guest today, Tom Dewar, and I'm really excited for everyone to get to know Tom better. In Seattle, Tom is very well known for his print art that he does. He does a lot of um, like gig posters, and he's in the Seattle Poster Museum, and everybody who knows him. He, he was working on Macklemore stuff way back before Macklemore was, was really Macklemore. And the, the, the great thing is Tom just started a Kickstarter campaign for a new shop that he's going to be opening in the Georgetown district of Seattle. And I'm really fascinated with Kickstarter and how that works. I don't know very much about it, but I know everybody's doing it, and they're having a lot of success. So welcome, Tom, for, uh, to the show, and thanks for coming on. Well, thanks for having me. So kind of take us back to how you started in art, and, and then we'll kind of work our way up to, to where you're at today. All right. Well, I've been an artist pretty much my whole life. Um, been a drawing cars since before I can remember. As a little kid, I grew up in a Montana and had a, a, lot of, a lot of space in my yard with a lot of dead cars here and there. And and I just kind of had an affinity for it. Then I basically went to college at the University of Montana and studied printmaking and and uh, moved to Seattle when I was 21 to uh, pursue a career as an artist and uh, started a, uh, my own, uh, not a print shop, but my own studio. I had a building um, about south of Safeco Field uh, a few miles, like a, I believe a, a venue called Studio 7 is in it right now. But I did have that space for about five years when I first lived here. And I did a lot of, uh, a lot of all my early work out of there. A lot of, uh, you know, posters for venues around town, the Crocodile, and the Showbox, and uh, and a few other places. And just uh, was pretty prolific back in those early days. Well, those are legendary venues. Yeah, I was pretty fortunate. Um, I just had to pound the pavement and contact booking agents and contact bands and ask them to let me do posters for them. They weren't uh, reaching out to, be, to, to me by any means, but uh, they were pretty cool about letting me do whatever I want. It's uh, 100% free artistic, uh, artistic reign on all of it, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, well, there's, there's a lot of musicians, a lot of bands in Seattle, so I would think if, if once they knew about you, it would be a really good fit. Probably one reason they weren't reaching out to you is maybe they just didn't know. Of course, they know now. Everybody knows who you are now. And a lot of your posters are just do, – do you do retire posters at, at certain times, and, and then you just can't get them anymore, or is all of your work still available in, in some portion? Um, if any of it is available, it's because it's been pretty much in a stack under my bed and not <laughs> sold on eBay or something yet. So um, I only do one run of posters, and then after that run, it's uh, you know never reprinted again. So I'll do you know back you know like issue like editions of like 50 to 350, and uh, only that one time, and I'll sell them you know at the venue or online or <clears throat> wherever. Excuse me. But yeah, back in the when I first moved here, I was fortunate enough to have a lot of to make a lot of friends that were in bands. So it was 
pretty easy to spread, uh, you know, like word of mouth. Like someone would see a poster I did and they're on the bill and they'd like want me to do some work for them and just kind of went like that. And, you know, I didn't even have a computer or anything back then. So no email, no nothing. I don't even think I had a phone for a while, but yeah, it worked out okay. Well, one of the bands that you were with at the very beginning, amongst others, was um, Ben Haggerty and Ryan Lewis, and more people might know them now as Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, and, and you were with them before they blew up into the world. We were kind of talking offline about kind of how that relationship started. It's very interesting. I, I, I'd like you to tell the audience about that. Okay. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. At the time, I was working for a, a friend who has a print shop also, um, he has a, a T-shirt, a textile printing shop, and uh, the uh, print shop I'm going to open is all flat stock, and it's all posters and anything flat. So I'm not going to be competing with my buddy who prints Malcolm Moore stuff, but uh, I was working for him um, a few years ago, and uh, that's when I met Ben initially. It was uh, when I was printing, um, you know, shirts for this thing, and they all said Malcolm Moore on it. Never even heard of it before, and then this dude came in to pick up his shirts and really nice guy and and uh went on tour then a week later we had to print about another thousand t-shirts for him because he sold out unexpectedly then it was just like this fire drill for weeks and weeks of printing macklemore shirts and uh it's like who is this guy and he's just blowing up and uh so yeah that was my first uh introduction to him it was just just pretty recently um you know just a few years ago and and he's a pretty solid guy well, and and why that's notable, and I wanted you to tell that story, is because he has contributed to your Kickstarter campaign. So I, I want to move now kind of into the Kickstarter. And, and, and just so everybody knows, on our Facebook, Northwest Prime Facebook, we have all of this information to Tom, uh, how you get and um, – to the website to, to view his Kickstarter campaign, how you can get to his webpage, how you can buy his art. Um, everything is listed right now on our Facebook page. We've also been tweeting it out today, and we'll continue to do so, and we'll continue to have that up on Facebook at Northwest Prime, and we will link you to Tom so you can get a hold of them. So let's talk about the Kickstarter. What, what made you want to do Kickstarter, and how does that even work? Well, um, I've been wanting to have my own print shop again or art studio again for a while. Um, I did have a pretty big one years ago. Then I had a little shop on Capitol Hill. And then, uh, and then I had a house in Rainier Beach for about six years, and I had a small little print studio in one of the rooms in there that was just barely big enough to, like, you know, do some small stuff. And, you know, recently I decided I want to have, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, like a, a nice real studio again and trying to figure out, you know, how to uh, make money to uh, launch that, basically, because there's a lot of big-ticket items I need to get. You know, I need to uh, get a screen printing press and a new computer and a whole bunch of other stuff. And you know, the basic staples of having a you know a screen printing studio, just just getting the staples in there is pretty pricey. And and then I sort of you know I heard about Kickstarter. I didn't know exactly what it, exactly what it was, but. Uh, um, you know, I, I researched a little bit and I figured out, you know, it's basically, it's, it's crowdsourcing, you know, and uh, and uh, in order to fund my shop, I decided to go the route of Kickstarter and it works. Basically, Kickstarter backers will treat uh, different reward levels as like a pre-order for a product and at various reward levels, I offer, you know, various amounts of product, in this case, prints, playing cards, cocktail glasses, 
And the more you contribute, the more stuff you get. And I'm offering a, a lot of stuff um, at every road level relative to what I would sell it for uh, retail, like online or at an art opening. So that's an incentive to get people to contribute a lot at those levels. So I can go ahead and uh, and reach my funding goal and go beyond that a little bit. I need to go quite a ways beyond that. Uh, it's not to say if I don't hit my goal that I won't be able to fulfill my rewards to the Kickstarter backers. Um, but I do have a lot of stretch goals and some incentives to uh, to you know overfund it a little bit, which don't misunderstand. Overfunding doesn't mean extra money that I don't need. It's just a uh, it's just you know every every bit helps. Right, absolutely. Well, your goal right now is five thousand dollars in thirty days, and and you've done very well. When I looked at it just a little while ago, it was over seventeen hundred, and it just started a few days ago. So people, yeah. it, it seems like that you've been having a really good response. I have. I'm really happy with it, and I'm kind of overwhelmed with how well it's going, and I'm you know really really happy. Um, my my funding goal is indeed five thousand. I'm trying to raise somewhere between twenty five to forty thousand. Um, that is definitely a stretch goal. There's a number of stretch goals between five and twenty-five thousand. Um, I structured it so uh, I have a number of early bird specials that you know, but limited to about a hundred each. That uh, I'm offering a lot of uh, a lot of stuff at those levels, and if I can um, really push and get people to contribute at those levels, I will definitely hit my. Uh, my goal of you know anywhere between twenty twenty five thousand, which would be perfect to get everything I need to get this art studio going. Well, I, I noticed on Kickstarter that that, that that people can contribute as little as a dollar, right? So people can come and contribute as little as a dollar, all the way up to really, I guess it's an infinite amount of money that that they could yeah, yeah. contribute. But but it's as little as a, as a dollar will 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 help you contribute, and and I'm sure well, every dollar yeah. counts. Every dollar does count. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, you know, I'm is it very hard grateful to, for my backers. Set up? Um, yeah, it I it it wasn't easy. Um, I mean the website itself is easy, but uh to strategically do this and calculate it just perfectly is no easy feat, but I think I may have done it and it definitely had some help from a couple of people that I am forever indebted to and uh I'm very grateful for them and uh, my backers and my future backers. And uh, you know, I'm really trying to uh, build a local Seattle business here, and uh, really excited to be part of the, uh, the art scene going down down here in Georgetown. So it's uh, some pretty cool stuff. Well, you know, a, a lot of people might forget how big into the art Seattle is, and it's very. Um, kind in, in helping artists along the way too, especially if people know. You know, it's it, it's like when the artists didn't know you back when you were starting, then once they did find out, then everybody really got behind you. It's the same thing with Kickstarter. So all we need to do is really get the word out there to people, and I, I, I have all the faith in the world that they will respond because that's, that's just how people are. P- people are genuinely good people, and if they know a good cause and they know how to help somebody pursue their dream – they will get behind it. And I'll tell you, one of your very first um, supporters right out the gate was was Macklemore. And that's, you know, yeah. it, it, it just goes to show that the, the type of faith that, that the artist community has in you. 
yeah, I couldn't uh, couldn't agree more, and I'm very humbled and very grateful. He's, uh, you know, the whole Seattle community is uh, really behind the arts and supporting us all. So it's a really cool place to live. I'm really happy to be here. Well, I can't wait for this shop to get done, and then I can come visit you, and I can and I, I want to buy a poster. I for sure want to buy a poster. I want to have you sign it for me because um, a lot of your stuff, like I said, you have stuff at the Seattle Poster Museum, and everybody in Seattle basically knows who you are and uh, there's so many great bands coming out of Seattle and, and you don't make very many of these posters and if nothing else it's going to be just an amazing piece of art to have um, in your home especially if you're a music lover or, or just a, a lover of art at all so just to be able to talk to you is, is a real honor on on my part and I, I think that you're going to do really well with this Kickstarter. I think a lot of people are going to be behind you and supporting you. Is is there a website that, that we could put out there just right now on the air that, that you want to drive people to? And, of course, we have this all on our website as well. Mm, aside from the Kickstarter? Um, well, let's see here. If you if you go to Kickstarter and you query a Supercharger Press, which is the name of my studio, Supercharger, one word, P-R-E-S-S, uh, you will find the direct link to my campaign. And um, and aside from that, you know, honestly, I don't have a whole lot of a, uh, an Internet presence. I kind of got, uh, you know, some Luddite tendencies here. Um, I don't really, aside from Facebook, I'm not really, you know, on, don't have any other, like, website. I, I do have a WordPress that I linked up to my, uh, my Kickstarter. Um, never did really have uh, my own website. I did sell a lot of stuff on eBay and uh, through Etsy. Those have been really good venues for me. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't have a a, you know, a Tumblr or a Twitter. Um, I've been advised to get that going on, but uh, I think I'm doing okay without it. Um, but, Lori, <laughs> yeah, I would really like, I'd, <laughs> I'd really like to have you at my shop and I have it all uh, finished up, and uh, I'm honored that, uh, that you're, you know, I get to be on your show and you're interested in my uh, – my career and my uh, my project right now. I'm having a lot of fun with it, and I'm very grateful for this. Well, I, I really love gig art anyway. I am just really attracted to gig art. And you also had, I, I saw, I think when I was at the Seattle Poster Museum, I, I saw one that you did at Dick's Drive-In. And Dick's, is, if you're outside the Seattle area, it's just an iconic, iconic place. In fact, going back to Ben or to Macklemore, um, he just shot uh, his video at, at Dick's Drive-In, and you'd done a, a poster there, I believe. And um, so th- there's just a lot of reminiscence things that kind of come up that invoke some nostalgia when, when I look through your, your body of work. So, uh, yeah, as, as soon as the shop opens, you let me know. I'm, I'm going to be the first one in line. Well, yeah, I'd love to have you there. And it's funny you mentioned the Dick's Drive-In thing. Uh, it's one of my one of my favorite ones I did, too, and it's one of the ones with the fewest colors. It's a one-color print and uh, with uh, four-color variations on it. And it's a, it's a diptych I did uh, featuring the Dick's Drive-In on Broadway and the one in Wallingford. And uh, I kind of uh, um, depicted them as it would be the Wallingford location may have been in the early 60s with some 1940s, 50s, early 60s era, you know, hot rods, rat rods hanging out in the parking lot. The one on Broadway to me seemed more like it would have the vibe, you know, in its heyday, like the early 80s. I got, you know, beat up Trans Am on the driveway and, and a couple other beat up cars. And, uh, and yeah, I do like uh, these these images of like bygone eras. Well, I, I was just at the Dixa in uh, Wallingford on Saturday, and so it's just kind of funny because then um, 
you know, that I, I saw the poster. And I was actually at Pinky's Barbecue, but it's right across the street from Dick's. So we left oh, yeah, Pinky's Barbecue, place. went over to Dick's. We got some stuff over there. We just took a whole bag of just, you, you know, ridiculously good food home. But, um, and I also gained three pounds, I noticed. And, you know, I told, I told my husband, I'm like, oh, yeah, we had the whole Wallingford U District kind of uh, experience. We just went place to place, like grabbing food and bags and taking them home. But, I mean, there's great food in Seattle, too. I don't know why anyone would want to live anywhere different because, I mean, you got great art, you got great music, you got great food. And the weather was great this weekend, too. So I don't really know what people are talking about, but why they don't want to come to Seattle. We, we welcome everybody to come. And experience it yeah. as well. I concur 100%. Um, I love this town. I've been been uh, in a lot of cities all around the country, and uh, you know, like I love living here. You have everything you could possibly have. You know, downtown from downtown within an hour, you're out in the middle of nowhere. You know, you got three awesome ski hills. You got great views of the mountains everywhere. You got water on either side. You know, last summer I went water skiing twice on the Lake Washington. You know, but I mean, that's just you know. 15 minute drive from my house and I'm on the water down there with a friend. Fortunately, fortunately I have a friend at the ski boat and that pays off. So, and, uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And this is a really good town. Um, and it's a really great place to live. And, you know, the rain and the clouds, they don't really bother me. And I think for some reason that deters people. Um, they think it's way worse than it actually is, but exactly. I really kind of dig it, especially the, especially the winter time is kind of when I really come alive creatively. Um, Really? Like in the summertime, really? I feel like kind of obligated to go outside and take the sun in. <laughs> but in the winter, I don't feel the slightest bit guilty about being inside all day and drawing pictures of dead cars on fields or, you know, doing working on my next poster or whatever I'm doing. Right, right. Well, again, you know, Seattle is just a great place if, if you are creative in any way because the vibe in Seattle just, um, breeds and nurtures creativity and that's why there's so many people like yourself just so many deeply creative people that are really giving back to the community with this wonderful art that we get to appreciate every single day so I am just uh, so thrilled for you to get your shop and um, just expose more and more more people to that and I'm excited about the Kickstarter and I was so happy when I got on there today because you just launched it a couple of days ago and you'd already funded over $1,700 and without anyone even really knowing about it. So, um, and now we're going to, yeah, you know, push it and kind of get the word out there. And, yeah, you know, I, I, was, I would imagine. I was, yeah, yeah, I was, I was, was pretty shocked when, uh, when I saw the, where I was out there. And I'm really happy Then I, you know, scrolled down and I noticed that, you know, Ben, you know, a.k.a. Malcolm Moore and his, significant other Trisha uh, were one of the first to contribute in a very generous amount and and uh, you know that was just that's really cool and, you know that just says a lot about their character and his character and uh, and you know, he really has given back you know he got a you know got a lot of a lot of the town behind me you know <laughs> to quote to quote Malcolm mm-hmm. Moore we've got the city behind me here but uh, yeah I feel a lot of support and a lot of love from people so it's I have a good feeling about it. Great, great. Well, I, I encourage anyone to uh, go to these links that we've set up and look at Tom's work. If you're into gig posters at all, I mean, this is like a mecca for you. And he doesn't make many of them, so now's now's kind of the time to get in and definitely contribute to the arts and contribute to Tom's Kickstarter and let's help him keep drawing and getting this wonderful art out to everyone. Tom, I really appreciate you taking the time, buddy, to come on today. It's just it's, it's really been a thrill. I'm a, I'm a, absolutely a huge fan. Well, likewise. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been a 
great All time. I right. uh, you taking the time to interview me here. Oh, no, no problem, and we will continue to, to push that out. Um, I'm going to take a break, and I'll be back in just a moment. This is a band not from Seattle, but they contacted me all the way from Buffalo, New York, and wanted me to listen to their music, and it was great. They're called The Boy and His Machine, and the drummer, Ryan, is going to come on the show with us um, in just a minute. He's actually his birthday party in, uh, in, in Las Vegas, but he wanted Seattle to hear their music, so I'm going to let you listen to it. We're going to bring him on talk to him for just a moment. I'll be right back. Down and out, whatever happens to good luck We're shipwrecked, stuck in the Midwest On our road, if we're getting out Tonight, we'll be
turns out I cannot get a hold of Ryan in Las Vegas. Um, he must be having a heck of a birthday. But we do appreciate the boy and his machine getting a hold of us and sending us the music, and we wish Ryan a happy birthday. You can find out more about this Buffalo band. Uh, they're from Buffalo, New York, called The Boy and His Machine. They're on Facebook at The Boy and His Machine. That last song that I played was called Down and Out, and this next one that we're going to go out with is called Abandon Your Friends. And again, this is by Boy and His Machine in New York, and they're out of Buffalo. And I just want to say, uh, make sure that you uh, stay up with Tom Dewar. It's spelled uh, D-E-W-A-R is, is Tom's last name. It's pronounced Dewar. And his Kickstarter and Contribute to the Arts. And, you know, when you get to know Tom and, and his art, you will just see what a great um, gift that he has and just a, a all-around nice guy. And we're always supporting nice people around here. So we're going to go out with the boy and his machine. Have a great day. This is Abandon Your Friends.